0: Hey, thanks for tuning into the podcast. It's the Ask Amadeus podcast where we talk about real estate, humans, culture and how it all collides. And this episode is the monthly recap that goes along with my newsletter, Hello Neighbor, where we profile what happened in the month before, a couple things happening in the month following up. And it's May. It's May 1st. May 1st is an important day in New York City for many reasons current situation with covid the past history of moving day in new york and then also may day in uh, celebration of the spring and workers rights so thanks for tuning in we got a great episode we will talk about all the trends happening and what it means for you and what it means for the city and what it means for everyone else so thanks for tuning in enjoy the show All right, we're just going to get right into it this time around. It's May 1st, and we have been in a lockdown for over a month. I think we're going on week six. I believe New York City was somewhere on the 15th was a stay-at-home order, and the pause order was March 20th, and a lot has happened, or not so much has happened since then, a couple things to note. Let's talk about the real estate market. I've been a little off social media. I think it's been you know reading too much news and too much media consumption while you can't go outside or you're staying at home is just not good for you. So we took pretty much the month off. But what's happening in the real estate market in a real quick snapshot, this is a, couple, a little comprised of the data that we've seen over the last month or the lack thereof and anecdotal Notes I have from my experiences of talking to people over the last thirty days. So the number one take home right now is real estate is on pause right now. You're not really supposed to be. According to our great uh, great leader Cuomo, we are not allowed to be showing apartments in person. That means all showings are virtual and uh the only deals really going on are people who are need to move and are comfortable doing a virtual move which happens from time to time but it's a small segment of the population and uh l- sales listings are down significantly it's about 80% in the city this kind of makes sense if you can't Show or transact. Why do people want people coming in and out of their uh, their homes? And uh, you know, if you are fearful of the coronavirus and you are living there as a primary home, it just you know increases your odds of getting sick. And that's the law, or it's a uh, mandated or a uh, governor's order, so you should abide by it. That's and it's currently still in uh, in place right now. It could change at any time, but as I see it, I think we're gonna be the end of the month now. We're Is gonna be a lift up for New York real estate. They say the fifteenth, but I don't see that happening. Maybe it will. Um, But in terms of action, you know, a couple major things: listings are down. So when listings are down, there is not a lot of transactions. Okay, of those transactions going on, they're they're from before the lockdown, from from early March. Maybe they were on the market. A lot of people in the first three to four weeks took their apartments off the market this makes sense but in the last 2 weeks of uh, you know f- this last week and the week before and perhaps next week you know we are a- down 80% but people are relisting their homes that they took off earlier in the month new listings are coming on to the market and internet traffic is high for these apartments so that's a good thing that means there's probably some pent up demand here and you know the stock market has rebounded quite well and if the real estate market follows this trend that could be good news for everybody. April has had the best month they've ever had in I think maybe 50 years, 60 years. Uh but you know, obviously that was because the market was down, you know, from twenty eight, twenty nine thousand 29,000 to 14 or to 18,000, 17,000. And now we're right around 24. 24. So, you know, in certain companies that uh, are prospering in this time like Amazon, Facebook, you know, digital companies, Shopify. So, you know, people are hurting because there's 30 million people claiming unemployment, but finally these benefits are coming out, you know. It, the the system was so overwhelmed, but people are getting their paychecks people are getting their PPP loans you know at first there was a controversy about it going to larger companies but i know from personal experience with people that people small businesses are getting these PPP loans so that's a good thing it's 75% to go back to uh employment and hopefully that will float people till this is all over and you know uh housing the housing market is very dependent on the job market i mean you need people to be working to pay rent and buy homes, so that is an important aspect of it but uh there's other you know questions to be had about new york city uh for the people who lost their jobs I mean what in the the retail sector, the small business uh gyms, bars, restaurants they're making a hundred almost close to as much as they made before, if not more. Why are these people going to go back to work and risk their health, possibly, according to all the the data, if the business isn't going to be as good? Maybe they're not going to get as many tips. So the retail and the retail tenants are facing an odd situation. You know, the landlords aren't getting new tenants and the current tenants can't pay rent so we need to negotiate this and make sure that retail stays strong and then when everyone goes back to business if you didn't really get hurt during this time you know shop local go to your local places spend money where you can locally to help your community because if new york city has a total flop in you know storefronts where people can gather outside of their apartments this is not going to be good for the city new york is in a special situation because we're a vertical city and that's why we got hit so hard with the virus but I I'm going to remain optimistic about the market in New York and ta- and that you know it's the place where people get together it's where all your f- people's history is their their family and their jobs are and the education and you know let's we're talking this first part we're going to talk about sales the second part we'll talk about rentals but um you know it, it New York is going to be different from the rest of the country in terms of getting back online and and the economy just to be frank I mean a lot of people are allowed to work at home until this the fall I mean Amazon is giving their employees in their offices till October so what does that mean for people who have leases coming up who were looking to buy, and that you know maybe they have a job now, but they might not in a little bit. Um, so, inventory's down. The houses that are coming back online—they are not price adjusting at this moment. Uh, for buyers, the the interest rates are low as they've ever been: three point two five, three two three for thirty-year fixed loans, and the the the. Parameters to lend have constrained in terms of higher credit score, more more uh, of a down payment and then also a lot more due diligence on having a, a job and verifying the employment. But I still think that you know when you're spending a million dollars, two million dollars in a house, that it won't make as big a difference as it will in other parts of the country in terms of lending. So... That's what we have to say about sales. The second half we're going to talk a little bit about rentals and we're going to talk about May Day and how I think we're going to open up and what we need to do as individuals, you know, either in the working in the real estate community or people who own property or just interested in real estate and keeping involved in the conversation. So, we'll be back in a second. Thank you. Alright, so We're back It's May 1st, that means rent's due That means your mortgages are due And there's been a lot of talk about Rent strikes in New York And I just wanted to give my two cents on this I think that Organizing a rent strike right now Is Doesn't really make a lot of sense I mean, what are you rent striking for? I mean, we have very generous benefits They are been Have been delayed If you are a residential tenant and you're having trouble paying rent or what if your roommate just left or something like that, talk to your landlord. I mean, this is a a situation, a black swan where, you know, uh, we need to uphold, try to uphold normal situations, but everyone needs to understand that things changed and things will be different moving forward. So, um, you know, and if you are impacted economically through your income and the, there are, the benefits are delayed, but they're coming. So, I mean, just suspending rent is going to be a huge problem or rent strikes going to be a huge problem because you know what that means? That means loans don't get paid. The landlords don't get paid. The supers don't get paid. Gas doesn't get paid. Taxes don't get paid. That Those taxes don't get to the government to give out benefits for people who need them. Painters, you know, there's a huge industry around housing, obviously. You know, just even just transport for stuff going around. So we pay rent if you can. If you weren't impacted, please don't abuse this situation. It's terrible if you're going to do that. So just don't do that. If you are impacted, talk to your landlord and be honest with them and tell them the situation. You're, there are rent renter protections now against evictions, um, but talk to them. If you are a landlord, you need to understand the situation. Okay, uh, You're It's going to be, if this lockdown on showing apartments continues, you're not finding another tenant. I know you might have people left, but it's going to be very hard to get a new tenant right now. You can do it on your own if you want to show as a landlord, but tenants are not supposed to, to, or sorry, real estate brokers are not supposed to be doing that. And it's a risk to uh, shuffle around the virus right now. So, um, And then if you're a commercial tenant, I mean, this is a situation where, again, nobody is getting... Um, market rate retail rent right now—it's just not going to happen. You're definitely going to find vultures trying to come in into—not vultures, but people looking for deals. Is there anything wrong with that? I don't think so. Um, we've had a situation in New York City with retail being extra expensive for a while. Landlords writing off their their vacancies uh, on their buildings for retail, waiting for. Huge checks to get you know ten fifteen thousand dollar monthly rents on a small space on you know a Fifth Avenue Sixth Avenue somewhere. So that's an issue, and uh, you got to work with people. There, I know people who own gyms. Like they're it's hard to obligate people to to stay when you can't give them the service that they're paying you for. So you can't do the subscription. And uh, in, in another case too, is um, the argument is the least valid if. The government is issuing a a mandated shutdown of your services, not letting people in. And that hasn't really been addressed. So we need to think about that as well. So moving on, May 1st, the rent is due. Please don't rent strike. If you do, talk to your landlord. Uh, If you are owing a mortgage, there's a lot of um, forbearance, not forbearance, but uh, delayed payments where you could, I know in the state of New Jersey and possibly New York, that you can talk to your bank and it's just delayed. You're still going to owe at the end of three months. But then, you know, if you're not in a position where you're hurt, you might as well pay because you don't want to have this lump sum in three months when you're just kicking the bucket down the line. But May 1st, that's the, it's the traditional day where we used to rent all the apartments in New York City. Used to turn over on May 1st. How crazy is that? Obviously, it was back in the day when everyone lived below, below Canal Street, and there was 40,000 to a million people living in New York up until the 30s, as they still did this. And this, I was hearing from a podcast called The Bowery Boys. He does a lot of good history of New York. You should check it out if you're a history buff. Uh, you know, on any typical May 1st, there would be a million people moving in the city on one day. How crazy is that? How is that even possible? Aren't you glad that we staggered that out? And this is important to know because, you know, in New York, we're a city where 65 to 70% of all the residents are renters. It's very compared to the rest of the country where it's the opposite, where 70% of the people own and 30 rent or 50-50. So we're in a very unique situation on that So I hope that you're doing okay. Virtual rentals are how it's going down right now, but this will change soon. And um, what does this mean for the future of New York? I mean, uh, I personally think that we need to continue as normal, especially if we open up in the next 15 days. Because real estate, especially for sales, it lags it lags you know if 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 it's offline for a month and it comes back it's not enough time there's not enough transactions to deeply impact the market but on the on the flip side is that new york is the hot is the hot zone it's the it's the epicenter of the outbreak and the way our city works is conducive for a virus to spread so that's unfortunate and then also the, the digital train that's been coming down the line of working from home, this event put it in the forefront. Are people going to be moving back to offices? Are these giant companies who spend a million dollars to be in Midtown a year on rent, are they going to say, hey, you know what? This isn't a great idea. Let's cut the office size in half and do four-day work weeks or half days. You know, I'd be really surprised or I really, sorry, wouldn't be surprised if What if we staggered commuting? You know, you know, Penn Station, what if you had two rush hours instead of one big one to help people not be around each other if they're sick? So uh, I'm really looking forward to opening. I mean, uh, on a personal note, I've talked to a lot of people. And, you know, for older people who are by themselves, this is terrible. The isolation is not good. So you need to keep your mental health sharp. I had a couple days this month where I was so done with this, but I'm trying to remain positive. So, you know, if you can do something for someone else or reach out, even if it's just a phone call, call someone who's by themselves or an elderly person. Remember to get your exercise in and, uh, you know, be grateful. Uh, even if you're in an economic hardship, I think that the economy is going to come back booming. You know, think about that from this pos- Position. You played your cards right in the stock market. You sold off a little bit and bought, bought stocks at the bottom. You're doing a little bit better. If you're a small business and you got a PPP loan, you got two months of payroll. And if we come back online, you know maybe that that could be really good. And then people who even people who are out of work or were temporary out of work. They got floated, they got those stimulus checks. Maybe they're gonna come in and spend more money at your business. You know? Um, It's it's definitely a possibility. You know, I don't wanna be naively optimistic, but it's a possibility. No one really knows what's gonna happen uh, in the next month, two months. But what we do know is we can just take what we have right now on the table, continue as normal, and then let the market speak as the information changes. So that's it for now. If you enjoyed this podcast version of my monthly newsletter, Hello Neighbor, please subscribe to the podcast. Follow me online at Marcus Amadeus on all social media. If you need to buy, sell, or rent an apartment in New York City, give me a call. I can help you out. We have a team of seasoned professionals to help you secure a home. We also help you with painting and uh design and staging to if you're not going to move but you just want to improve the place place you're in we have designers to help you do that and manage your projects. No worries and through the compass network if you're moving anywhere else in the country maybe maybe your job changes this maybe you were thinking about suburban life versus city life before maybe you wanted to be by the beach in California or Colorado or Florida. We have offices all over the country. We can help you with local professionals who know the market and find you a home while we transition you in New York. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.